And there's the following Pasuk that I want to study. Yuri with the guys, listen to this Pasuk. The Pasuk says, mm-hmm. You will be, it's saying to Klal Yisrael, that the Einesh, for people not being loyalist to Hashem, you'll be groping in the afternoon, Mimashmesh. Mimashmesh means like when somebody's feeling around. They can't see, it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. In midday, you'll be groping around, like a blind guy gropes around at night. A blind person walks and can't see, so they have a walking stick and they're banging around trying to feel out the way to know where they are. So it says to Klal Yisrael, you'll be in midday. You'll be groping around. Kasher yimashmei like a blind... Why does it mention that he's blind and at night? He can't see That's the Gemara's kasher. Es bizi yabam kasher on the Pasuk. Es bizi, it says that in midday, Yuri, you'll be groping around like a blind man gropes at night. Frecht bizi, a blind man gropes by day also. Maybe it should say, kasher yimashmei It should say that... Batsarayim, you'll be mimashmesh batsarayim, ki sher yimashmesh ha'iver. Why does it say like a blind man, Ellie, gropes at night? A blind man gropes by day also. There's no difference in night and day to the blind man. That is the question, that is the question that Bizi asked, intelligent question that Bizi asked, what in the world is the Pasuk saying? So the Gemara Megillah, Chavdal and the Gemara says that this question that Bizi asks, Amar Rabbi Yaisi, kol yamai, my whole life, Hayisi mitztar al mikrozei, I was in Tsar about this pasuk. Rabbi Yaisi says his whole life he was in Tsar. He didn't have pshat in the pasuk, and he literally was pained by not having pshat in the pasuk, and he was bothered by Bizi's question. What does the blind man care between darkness and light? What does he care? Natanel, you hear the question, Asanel? What in the world does the blind man care if it's night or day? So why did Hashem say that the punishment for our bad ways is we'll be groping by day like the blind man gropes at night, like the blind man gropes, yes? Bless your soul. So answers the Gemara. Bless your soul, Gershon. Excellent. Answers the Gemara. Exactly what Gershon says. Ad Sheba says Reb Yaisi, I was bothered by this kasha until Maisel Yadi, Sheba Maisel Yadi, the following story happened. Pamachas, one time. I was traveling in the darkness. It was pitch black. It was the darkness of the night and it was dark. V'ra'isi suma, and I saw a blind man, he sees a blind man walking, okay, but then he sees the most bizarre sight, avuka biyadai, the blind man had a torch, that's a peculiar sight to see, a blind man is carrying a torch, now he can't see the blind man, 
So Rabbi Yossi's Nishtoimim, why does the blind man have a torch? He has an avuka, he's carrying a torch. What's the pshat? He's, Amaritilois, I went up to the blind man and I said, Bini, my son, avuka ze'alamalaha. What's the point of your torch? You can't see. So he answered like Gershon, Amarli, Kozman shavuka biyadi. When I have the torch in my hand, Bini Adam Rayan, I see other people see me. Umatzilin, I see, and they save me, Minapchasim, from cracks in the ground, Minakutsim, from thorns, Minabarnikin, from other types of trees that, cut, that, can cut my, that can cut me and my garments. So I have the torch so others could see me. Says Rabbi Yaisi, exactly like Ereshin. That's Pshat, that it means that you're going to be groping. Klal the Einish, they'll be groping by day. Like an Ani gropes at night means that the Ani by day, he can't see, but others can see him. You're going to be groping like an Ani gropes at night that others can't see him. That others can't see him. I want to say to the Hever, I want to study this Pasuk. So it says the klala, the curse, the great curse that befalls people who are distant from Hashem is that they're going to grope by day like an honey gropes at night. That not only can't he see, but others can't see him and help him. And what's being described in this Pasuk, my friends, is a loneliness that a person can go through. Welcome home, Yaakov. Welcome home, Yaakov. Nice to see you. What's being described, Yaakov, we're reading a Pasuk that says if we're disloyal to Hashem, we're going to be like groping. Groping means like somebody you can't see is feeling around. We're going to be a mashmesh batsarayim, feeling around in the midday like a blind man feels around at night. Ask busy, a blind man's the same by night and day. Answers Gershim, that the blind man by day he can't see, but others could see him and help him. We're going to be a blind man at night that he can't see and nobody could see him. And what's being described in this Pasuk is it's hard enough to go through challenges. Difficulties are hard. But chach, if somebody else notices and could give chizuk and encouragement. But the worst is that you're struggling and nobody else sees. That's the worst. I'm alone in this. I'm alone. That's the worst. That's the worst. To struggle is not gishmak, but to struggle and nobody sees, there's no chizuk, there's no ki- that's the most extreme of klalas. The most extreme of klalas is a person to struggle alone. And I want to say to the guys that all of us, we're fit, a new year is beginning. A new year. We're starting a beautiful newsman, a beautiful, beautiful year we're starting in yeshiva. Rosh Hashanah is fast coming upon us. In one week from Monday, Be'ez HaShem is going to be a new year. And all of us have tremendous prayers and tremendous optimism for new year. I have a sense this is going to be an all-time year. That's something I, who knows, sometimes you feel that way. This year, it's, it's sensed there's going to be big things. Big things are going to go down. Good things, a lot of growth, a lot of success. And we're yearning for a new year. There's even a blessing people say to each other. We say, the year and all its curses should end and begin a new year with new with blessing. There's a new opportunity, a new fresh start. 
And I want to say in this new fresh start, we can end the greatest curse. The biggest curse is not only to suffer, but to suffer in silence. Not only to suffer, but nobody knows and nobody sees. And I want to say our responsibility is to notice another person. There's many, all of us want to become B'nai Torah, and there's Mem Ches There are 48 things necessary to acquire Torah. I want to claim, I saw Rishon say this, but I want to back up my claim. It's Chutzpah, the Mishnah says 48 Kenyani Torah, and I want to claim that, pick out one that it's the most important. Now that's... That's arrogant. How do you know, Kalish? You can't just say whatever you want. There's a Torah. You can't be Megala Panim Ba'alacham. But Torah like Ba'alacham. I want to tell you why I say that the most important Gershon of all the 48 Kenyaniya Torah, of all the things necessary to be a Ben Torah, is to be Naisei Ba'al and Chaveri. Because if your friend is going through something, to notice and give a flippin' hoot, to care. To notice, to carry with him. He's not alone. That your friend is going through something nice. Why do I say it's the most important? There's a list written of 48 things. What gives you a right to say that's the most important? The reason, Yosef, I think it's the most important of all the Kenyan 48 things necessary to acquire Torah. And I'm claiming to notice somebody else's challenge, to care that he's not alone is the most important. The reason I say, Yaakov, it's the most important is because when we went to be Mechabal the Torah from Hashem, Hashem highlighted Avi Jacob's one of the Kenyane at Torah. There are 48 things necessary. But what happened, had, what was God busy doing when, when Moshe Rabbeinu went up, with, with the, went up with Yeshua, went up to be Mechabal the Torah? So it says, under Hashem's feet, where a sapphire, a sapphire brick was under Hashem's feet. A sapphire brick. Kemaisa Livnas sapphire was under Hashem's feet, Kaviachal. They saw a vision of Hashem, and under his feet was a sapphire brick. What was the message of the sapphire brick? Klal Yisrael and Mitzrayim, the brick, I'm a very visual learner. I need to like picture things. We in, Kla- in Mitzrayim, we were pulverized. We were beaten bad. And the visual, the item that most represents our pain, our kids were killed, human beings were killed, lives were lost. But the item, the physical item that most represents our pain was the brick. Because they were beating us and killing us, make forced labor, slave labor. And they were making us build bricks and turn it into buildings. And Hashem in Harsinai had under his feet a sapphire brick was the message that I'm nice boil. When you're in pain, I'm with you, Hashem says. It's nice boil When you're in pain, please know I'm with you. Now why by Kabbalah Satira? We, we, we were at a Mitzrayim already. Why was this vision? This is the vision we all are supposed to be taught. The vision that goes along with Kabbalah Satira, God handing us a Torah, is you picture Hashem's feet. You know when a guy, by a bris milah, so Sandik holds the baby, so you put something under his feet to raise his feet up. It's this way the child is elevated. Hashem by Kabbalah Satira, Kaviachol, his feet was lifted up by a sapphire brick. 
And the message was that when you're in pain, I'm with you. What is it? Kabbalah Satayra. The lesson of Kabbalah Satayra is at that moment is that the midah necessary for Kabbalah Satayra is to be godly. You want to learn Hashem's Torah. You want to connect to Hashem's Torah. To be a godly person. Be somebody who feels and understands and cares. Pays attention to somebody else's difficulty. Maisha Rabbeinu, the teacher of Torah. What's the first thing we're told about Maisha? The first thing about the one who taught us and handed us Torah. Vayar his tremendous care for the pain of the Jewish people. He would pay attention and notice the difficulty. And I say to the guys that the worst klal in the world is to be a person who has difficulty and nobody notices, nobody cares, I'm alone in it. That's much worse than the pain is the darkness, the iver ba'afelo, the blind guy in the dark. And all of us craving a good year. We have our power that nobody should be in Iver Ba'afela by noticing, by noticing, by paying attention. Somebody's struggling, somebody's having a difficult day to notice, to care. There's certainly big things to notice and care, even a little thing, I don't want to call it little. Even something your roommate is not feeling well, and he can't, in a dorm yeshiva to be sick is horrible. Everybody's running and running. You're like stuck in the bed. You can't move. It's a horrible feeling. Notice, cheer up, lift spirits, lift spirits. People look to be very, very from. The most from thing in the world is to bring a smile to another youth's face. Encourage, to, to give, to be mechazik, to care and uplift, to care and uplift. One of the most important themes in the Torah Taisus and Kedushin says repeated 36 times is Abbas Ager. If you're ever in a position of comfort, ever in a position where you're secure, it's pulling in the next guy, Abbas Ager. Make sure the next guy's comfortable. Lifting up, pulling in, pulling up and pulling in. There's like a basic, it's a basic of the yeshiva, it's a basic of Yiddishkeit. All of us in Elul, people think about their relationship to Hashem. Elul. It's this, it's, we're thinking, we're beginning a new year, and we're thinking about a relationship to Hashem. In, the, in, the, in our physical world, I'm close to somebody, me and Shlomo are right now close, it's proximity. We're close, we're sitting right near each other, we just got close. In the spiritual, what's close? What do mean you're close to Hashem? Hashem's everywhere, what do mean you're close? In the spiritual world, closeness is similarity. In the physical world, it's proximity. In the spiritual world, it's similarity. You know what it means to be close to Hashem? Be like Him. What's Hashem like? If you want to know the essence of Hashem, is He raises people, oppressed souls, Hashem's busy with them. That's what Hashem is busy with. On Friday night, Shabbos, we think about the Rabbani Shalom. And on Friday night, we make Kiddush. Friday night we make Kiddush and, and we sing Zmiris. We, we, we say Hashem's the creator of the world. We stop being creative and we say Hashem's creator is the creator. We sing about Hashem. We say, Great are your actions and powerful. So, how do we define Hashem? What's the Mitzvah of Hashem? He's Machech Remaya. 
he presses down arrogant people, v'zakif kefif, and then he lifts up humble people. That's how we describe Hashem. He's a zaykef kefuf, mizakif kefifim. Those that are doubled over, Hashem's busy lifting up. That's what Hashem is. Somebody wants to be close to Hashem. Somebody wants to be godly. And a huge avoid of Elu is to be mechazik here with Hashem. How do you get close to Hashem? Be like Him. Be like Him. Hashem is a mitzius of a zakif kefifim who stands up people who are humbled over that's what Hashem, that's what He is. So we want to be close to Hashem. We have to be busy being a zaykif kifufim. Standing up, bend over people, standing up. I'm very against, I'm very against drinking. I don't like alcohol. A lot of youngsters, a lot of youngsters, specifically on Shabbos, they drink, especially in yeshiva. It's a, it's a farce. There's social situations and it's difficult. It brings up a lot of anxiety. All of a sudden, you go to a packed dining room, a lot of people, where do I put myself? Where do I sit? You go into an oinig, a lot of people, am I okay? Am I safe here? Am I wanted here? Should I put myself there? A lot of social situations. The coward drinks. The coward runs away, takes a swig of alcohol. That's a coward. There are people who are scared. They can't face themselves and their fears. The courageous person certainly faces difficulties, anxiety and fears, he faces it. And then the hero goes around and makes somebody else comfortable. The hero goes around and makes somebody else comfortable. How many guys walk into the dining room? I used to be amazed. Come sit down, eat some cholom. Come for some sushi. What's the problem? I would see guys not coming. I was wondering what the pshat is. By a lot of guys, you have to picture what the other person is going through. He walks into the room. He walks into the room. The dining room is a scary place. Where do I put myself? Make the next guy comfortable. Find a seat in the dining room and make five guys comfortable. Geschmack, you're wanted. Sit right here. This is like a basic of Yiddishkeit, a basic of Yadus. Like this is, this is Judaism. This is from me. You're fruming out if you notice what another person's feeling. You're fruming out if you have Avas Hager. You're comfortable, make him comfortable. Then you have Avas Hager. Then you have, I happen to love, it's funny, our Hevra just now is settling in Eretz Yisrael. One of my favorite conversations in the world, Gershi, it's just a cute little thing, but I'm very visual. So listen to this visual, Yaakov. I like, me and Yaakov had conversations, we were in different time zones. I like that a lot. I like sitting at 12 o'clock now, and if you call, at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Sarayim, beautiful, wet, you know, the sun is shining bright, and you talk to your friend in Eretz Yisrael, one of my favorite things in the world is to say goodnight. I'm staring at the sunshine, the heat of the, but for him it's dark. He's in Eretz Yisrael. And he says back to me, sometimes, usually the guy says back, good night, because he's looking at the dark. But it's not dark for me. Say good afternoon. I say good night to him, he says good afternoon to me. That's a good conversation. Raf, you'll be sitting in there, it's all steiging. I say good night, you say good afternoon. I want a guy to see past his nose. Yeah, for you it's light, but for him it's dark. I like that visual, because all of life, that's like the visual of life. He doesn't see what you see. Yeah, it's day for you, but it's night for him. Very, very <coughs> shallow Bali Hasadim. 
I don't consider it a Baal Chesed at all. Shallow Baal Chesedim don't see past their nose, but they do for other people. It's not a Baal Chesed. I mean, Avram Avinu, I always love Avram, the holiest person who ever lived, is flying around to make the fanciest meats for his guests. You think Avram Avinu had any shaykhs to fancy meat? But it's not about you, it's about him. There's a story, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter trained his Talmidim. Rabbi Yisrael, the holy Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, Netano, his students were like the holiest people in the world. The altar of Kelvin was a big student of him. Rev. Naftali Amsterdam was a big student of the Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. Rev. Itzel Petterberg, these were giants. And the Rabbi Yisrael's base medrash, they weren't so into Lamazah. They weren't partying, they, they were big Prussian. They, they were not having a lot of oil That wasn't what they were doing. They were lofty, elevated people. They weren't engaged a lot in this world. One day, Yaakov, Rabbi Yisrael says to the Talmidim, Chevra, where's the best restaurant in town? They talk, Rabbi Yisrael, like lost it a little bit. Where's the best, where can I get the best steak? Tell me I'm looking at I don't like, they, don't, they don't do restaurants, they don't go to, they don't, no shaykhs. Rabbi Yisrael blew up at them. He, he gave it to them, shtak. Azan Azifa, such a yelling. What's the problem? He said, when I told you, precious, that's for you. But for the next guy, you don't know where the best steakhouse is? I once had a father call me up. I, one of the funniest stories that happened to me, a true story. We used to have a bus that belonged to the Masifta. It was a huge bus. It was a very funny bus. The only way I could describe the bus, if you've seen the Flintstones, when they have that car that you have to drive from, they're running, you know, it has no motor. This bus, like, didn't really work. It worked with Tfilis, it worked with other Zachan. It was, you know, we speak about the 12 years of miracles. This bus is whole survival. It wasn't a typical bus. But anyway, we had a bus, the Masif had a bus that ran on, you didn't put gears in there, you put other things in there. But it was a different kind of bus. Some people said it was high, whatever. The bus was a unique, a unique chefsa. The bottom line is, is that I was driving the bus to, to take a whole busload bowling, like 30 guys are packed in this 15-seater, and they're going boiling. And one guy in the back was playing like some pumping music. The bus is like pumping a schmack, it's a lebedic And we pull into the bowling alley of, uh, I answer with Mamish in the, we were in the parking lot already. I answered the phone, and a father was beside himself. He said, It's Elul. Thinking about Elul, Rosh Hashanah, and Kippur, Hashem. And my son is like pressuring me to go buy jeans with him in the, in, in, in the store. Well, what's what? That doesn't happen. We're a few days to Yom Kippur. <laughs> my car is, my whole like buzz. Like, <laughs> 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 that guy's. You know, the heavy metal a little lower, like, and the guy, the kid, you're not. The guy's like, well, they don't hop a couple of days to Yom Kippur. <laughs> His father, you can't make it up. He's like, so he doesn't hop that the Iker Achanif Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is become not selfish. That's the Iker Kirvis Hashem. I can't think of a better Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur than to buy your son a pair of jeans. Because your son likes jeans. That's, I can't think. Like, 
I mamish if I would design a chanif rashaniyim kipra seresim etchuv and elul. I wouldn't think a better thing in the world than to buy your son a nice pair of slacks because your son likes his pair of slacks. Bedavka that you can't understand it. That noch best. That's much better. If you also like slacks, you'll see one day you're married. Beis Hashem, the car of mamish. You'll see. You buy your wife a geshmak of food that you love. No, 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 no. If you love chocolate, and you go and you buy, you say, "Dear, I brought, I brought, I brought us chocolate." You brought her chocolate, <laughs> right? I remember I was learning in the mirror yeshiva. I was learning in the mirror yeshiva, and Hanukkah, all the younger light came home with presents for their wife. That was, I don't know, that was like the menag. And everybody came home. There were peddlers who would sell stuff in front of the mirror. So one guy's bringing flowers. One guy, people brought home a gift for their wife, Hanukkah. You know, we, everybody's living there. It's so normal. You're with, you're with your family. You're with, you know, everybody feels their wife's a shtickle alone. It's, we're all learning in Kerala. So this, on, there's a tender, a Kerala. And people came home with a gift for their wife. One guy, he, he's that guy. If you're a little guy doesn't really get life so much. One guy... One guy in the tender, you can't make it up. Guys were coming up, nice, nice flat. It was a little bit like, you know, embarrassing. Everybody, like you're trying to hide the gift for your wife. <laughs> you know, you don't want anybody to see it. But Lemaise were on the tender, and you can see this guy's holding flat with Hanukkah night. And different people. One unfortunate. Never, he's probably a good person. He probably married a wife who relates to him. But one guy, his gift to his wife was a nice big frying pan. If I were her, I would do a bang him over there. <laughs> he bought his wife a frying pan. It's not a very intelligent gift. What can I tell you? Like, <laughs> see, asking for better supper. It's like, dear, I bought you this. You didn't buy me that. You bought you that. Like, <laughs> he bought his wife. One guy. I, I don't. Make, I'm not making it up. He had a frying pan for his wife. That that's the chesed. I'm, if my ever in my life, my picture of chesed of a guy who doesn't see past his nose is the guy you bought a front. That's the opposite of saying goodnight to the guy in Eretz Yisrael. His Hanukkah gift to his wife was a frying pan. The guy likes fried schnitzel and he has a, a frying pan for his wife. I would like love if he ate and he said like the schnitzel and the ingredients are coming also. <laughs> if I was her, I would take the pot and bang him over the head and send him back to buy something else. He bought his wife frying. So one day you're gonna you're gonna get man, you wanna bring your wife gifts, and certainly you buy a nice thing that you like and she likes, okay. But if you buy something that only she likes, she has some let's say she likes marzipan. What is that that chocolate that's horrible? That's that? I shouldn't say horrible, but you buy something that you can't eat and she push it likes, that's a good gift. You're buying for her, she likes it. That's, that's the pshat, a man buys flowers. No man relates to flowers. They're going to die in a day. So you're saying, I like, I'm getting what you like, not what I like. You buy that food that she's into, not, not you didn't buy you, you bought it for her. You see past yourself. You see past yourself to the other person. That's real chesed, that's true chesed. Yisrael yelled at the Talmidim, I told you, precious, that was for you. When it comes to people, you don't know the best steak in town. He was upset at them. You don't know the best. So how are you going to think about the other person? He needs a good steak. Elul's a time of kirvis Hashem. You know where Hashem is? Wherever you make space in your brain for another person. That's where Hashem is. Wherever it says about a Balgaiva, about an arrogant, selfish person. We can't live together. 
Many, many people during Elul learned many Yidin and Klaiso, many B'nai Torah learned the Sefer, Taimir Devaira. Taimir Devaira speaks about Kirvis Hashem and it speaks about the Midas of Hashem and it talks about attributes of kindness, of coming out of oneself, making room for another person. Kinyane Atayr is a person who wants to be Ashras Ashrina. Torah means that he wants to be godly, he wants Chachmas Hashem. I say the most important Kenyan of all 48 is Naisei Boilum Chaveri. It's to make room for another person to think and worry and see what he's experiencing. Gershon, I love doing every off Shabbos we come back to Yeshiva. We file back into Yeshiva after an off Shabbos. And so you come back, don't ever assume he had your trip. You walk into Yosh, what's up, what's up? He didn't, get, he didn't get created like walking through. He was born before. He came from somewhere. He has a journey. On the, on the small sense, he, he flew from. A guy comes, I always amaze the guys who come from Baltimore, the trip they have to get here. It's a whole, understand his journey. I like to visualize, picture, ask your friend, how'd you get here? He had a whole hassle to get here. The guy, the guy is a whole big trip to get here. Visualize where he came from. He has a place. He has a journey. See somebody else. <clears throat> there's a pasuk by by Tzaka, Yaakov. There's a pasuk by Tzaka. It says, "Support the ani day that which he's lacking." These might be from, these are top ten by me favorite words in the Torah. The next three words, busy. Dei mechsayrei, that which is lacking. Then God adds three extras. Morty, memorize, I'm making everybody here memorize these three words. You give an honey, a poor guy, dei mechsayrei, that which is lacking. Gershon, that's it, you give him what he's lacking. Then it says three extra words, Gersh. It says, asher yechsar loy, that's lacking to him. Duh. What? Give what he needs. Asher yechsar loy. That's lacking to him. Hmm? I, I'm giving him his needs. Hashem adds three extra words that to me, Yosef, are the essence of chesed, of a Baal chesed. The essence of a Baal chesed, they mechsari, give what he needs, beseder. Asher yechsar loy, get him. Get him. Understand his need. Come out of yourself. Understand his need. Asher yechsar loy. What's missing to him? Asher yechsar loy. What's missing to him? He need not what you think you need. People say, I, I don't get it. My kid needs those pants. What? They're so tight. What? Asher yechsar loy. That's chesed. Chesed is what he's lacking. Get him. Get him, his situation. Asher yech sarloi. What's missing to him? Stop seeing the world through your eyes. Get smart. Get seeing his, what he's missing. Asher yech sarloi. Learn to see what he's missing, what he's experiencing. When I was a much younger youngster, I moved to Waterbury. And we had one young child. My wife was expecting, I believe, our second child. We had one child. And a man visits the community, a thinking person, and he described that he has a daughter who's the opposite of him. His daughter is the opposite of him. 
and, and, and he was talking to us. We all, me and my friends, we felt so badly for him. Wow, it must be so hard. You have a daughter is the opposite of you. Today I'm six, children, Baruch Hashem, can I know a big family? And all my friends who were there were like, that's what's supposed to be. Your kids are different than you. At the time, I didn't know I had a little baby. I didn't know personalities. Your kids are going to be different than you. The question of success in your life is are you going to be able to see somebody else past your nose? Sher yachsar loy! When parents say, I don't relate. Well, kids these days, what are you talking about? Become large, become big, see another person. One day you're going to have a wife. Are you going to be able to see her needs and her world? Or are you so stuck in yourself? Godliness, to be like Hashem, Hashem is, is, is a godl. It's godless. Godless is chesed. Godless is expansive. Katniss is kshanila atzmimani, is katniss. When I can't see past my nose, I'm not godly. Elul's a time, we're thinking about kirvis Hashem, expansiveness, to be like Hashem. Expansive, see another person. I love this yeshiva because there's so many different people. Beautiful. It's an opportunity to become expansive. See another person. It's easy to knock. It's easy to rip. It's easy to critique. See, see a person. Understand another man. Get his journey. Get in there. Ask, but you'll become large and big and expansive. You become expansive. You become, you get, you be, that's godless. I strive in yeshiva. I want to produce kedon. You know what godless is? A guy who sees past his nose. A guy you could see his roommate and feel his pain, understand his struggle, celebrate his journey. That's godless. What's katnus? I don't see past my nose. That's katnus. You don't see any. You don't see another person. Katnus. Little kids have ages where they discover different body parts. They discover their hand. It's the cutest thing. They like grab their hands, they hang it. You have to see Shua. We watch Shua's Molly grow up and she discovered her hands. They discover their feet is hysterical. They're like trying to catch their own foot. And they, a little kid, they, to, for something to exist, it's fascinating that taste is so important. They want to taste it, like to see what this is, they have to put it in their mouth. There's stuff written on this, what this is, but the mouth is like a key component. A little kid knows that. So I got to get it to my mouth to experience it. Fascinating. It's interesting because they're right. The mouth is everything. It's fascinating. A little kid to experiencing something knows I got to get my mouth involved. It's interesting. So they find their foot and they try to get it to the mouth. They know the mouth is everything. So that it's fast. You watch a little kid like lying on his back or her back, like, grabbing the foot. They try to like wrestle their own foot into to their mouth. They, they take a bite. Like they, that's how they experience their foot. So their ages, we're discovering the world. We discover our hands. At like 16, 17, you make the craziest discovery. You discover another human being. It's, like, it's frightening. It's, like, it's such a fright discover another person. There's another mensch with his worries. Some people never discover it. Some people go, oh, they discover their hands and their feet. Another human being they never discover. <laughs> there's another person. There's another person. Those that discover there's another person with dreams and aspirations and different people, different than you. Those that can discover another person become expansive. It's called godless. 
That's the chesed. The chesed of Avram Avinu is a chesed of expansiveness of somebody else. Avram hustling, getting tongue for his guests is a beautiful scene. Avram Avinu was kula yibayot Hashem. Avram was not, I, I don't picture Avram Avinu fressing steaks. You have to picture Reb Chaim Kanievsky, he's like grilling a, he's grilling a steak. That's a mamish in the Mamish, kipshutay mamish. Do you understand that the picture of the chesed Avram, Reb Chaim Kanievsky is flying around, he's like mamish grilling to perfection. He's making the steak medium rare, but like exact, a little like barbecued on the outside, but, but, but red on the ends. Mamish, just so. Serves it, cuts it exact. <laughs> Reb Chaim, who didn't have, wasn't Tom the Tom of a steak probably in his life, and doesn't give a hoot about a steak. That's the chesed of Avram Avinu that, would, that the Torah gives us. Avram Avinu is making tongue for these guests, but he's busy with it because he sees past his nose because the guest looks like he could use a good steak. Sheyech Sarloi, what's lacking to him, I could see past myself. So I want to, Rabbi say, we want to have here, together we want to expand, we want to pursue godless. Elul specifically. Now Elul's the vert that we're setting up our whole year. Yaakov, it's important. El, I want to give the, the example I say of Elul. I flew to LA. We have, Yaakov, there's a, there's a guy who learned from the Yeshiva years ago, has five children, Kenai Nahara, and he's in the medical profession and his wife's in the medical profession. They both work very, very hard. I met with them, I sat with them when I was in LA. He's one of like the most beautiful people. He's like, he's an Eved Hashem, fire, Midas, Tavis, Davins. He's like a shulling, mamish, shlemus. And him and his wife work very hard to support their family. The work they do is Kaidish Kadashim, is holy. The work they do, they work. He goes to the medical field. You know why it's holy? His entire focus is to make a mishpacha that sincere servants of Hashem. That's his focus. That's what he's busy, making a house. Part of building a house. You need money, you need parnasa. That's holy too. He's supporting a family. All for a purpose. All for a purpose. And every once in a while, you have to remember what you're doing it for. People work hard at that. I sat with him and his wife, and we hazard, we reviewed. They both work very, very hard. It's important, Nisano, to review what you're working hard for. And when you do that, your life stays very focused. I tell Ochasna and Kala, yes, I want you to hear this. We just, we, yet two days ago, three Waterbury guys became Chassan. Two days ago. Baruch Hashem. And Be'ez HaShem will have many, many more chasanim right in this room. Be'ez HaShem B'Karuf. I always tell a chasan, Dave, this is how I want you to daven. Sroli, you have Sroli, this is how I want you to daven under the chuppah. Listen to this, Nisano. Bezi, this is how I want you to pray under the chuppah. People, Yosef, when you get married, people are, the day of your chasan, people are going to hand you like sheets. Pray for this. Gently fold up the sheet and save it for a different year. I'm not promoting to be mean. I want to explain it, Hudi. People are going to, they always, because it's a big auspicious time for prayer. So people are going to give you names and lists. Don't, be nice. Be gentle, nice. It, don't lose folks. The Yetzirah gets as many people as possible to give you a list. I'm going to explain why. There's nothing wrong. It's good. Lists are nice. Listen to what you do under the Chuppi. 
I want you to visualize, I went this year to Achnas Sefer Torah of Davies Mishpacha. It was an event that was, that was the Haven, it was very elevated. I was planning a mamish going in and out, I couldn't leave, I was, gri- I was gripped. It was an amazing event. The, his great-grandfather, if I'm not saying it exactly, this way I understood the event, his great-grandfather was moving to the house. I'm not great, his grandfather, Zayda, was moving to his house. Zayda, Talmud Chacham, a precious yid, and he can't quote a minion, so they're making a minion in the house. And they wrote a Sefer Torah, so the Zayda's minion has a Sefer Torah. They made Achna Sefer Torah. Is that what happened? The Zayda's living by them, making a minion for the Zayda, and they made a Sefer Torah for the Zayda. Amazing. Davy's father said that there's two Sefer Torah coming to the house. My Tata, my Shveri said, my father-in-law is a Lebedic Sefer Torah, is a living Sefer Torah. And I'm bringing two separate tyrant to my house. And the family together, the, the Zayda was there surrounded by this stunning family, sincere servants of Hashem. And they made Achna Sifter. Yaakov, I want you to visualize this is what you're going to do the day of your chasm. Not this year. A year or two. Give a year or two. First, you'll finish the year. I'm talking about after. Listen, Yankiv. Yankiv, like this. I want you to visualize Yankiv. That at some Hanukkah party, you're a great grandfather. And picture this stunning family 100, 150, 200, 250, 300. Beautiful children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren. Beautiful, happy, healthy, positive, beautiful servants of Hashem. You with me? But surrounded like this room, they love each other. There's love, there's laughter. You had a Hanukkah party, you're sitting at the head, still good looking, you're schmack, 92 years old. You're what your rabbit's in, she's mamish glowing, she's seeing all the wealth, your mamish, a rich man. Children, enakluch, arenakluch, grandchildren, each one happy, comfortable, well-adjusted, tremendous, gorgeous Avdei Hashem. You visualizing with me? On the day of Yechasna, I want you visualizing that picture. Then, it's a dream. They're all loyalists to Hashem, but like each one within their personality, each one who they are, so, so true to themselves, so settled and real, authentic, beautiful scene. Of, of servants of Hashem, each one in their own unique, beautiful way. There's a party, you have to visualize the party, it's mamish a party. This food, drinks, it's stunning. You've hired a caterer, you have musicians playing, you're well to do, you're mamish, you're a rich man, as a family. Visualize that dream. Now, for that dream to come true, a lot of things are necessary. You need Shalom Bayes. Not just you, your kids need shalom, but your grandkids <laughs> to produce this. If there's no shalom bias, they're not going to be excited, they're not going to be loyalists like this, be hard. So daven for shalom bias. You need parnasa, cost a lot of money to fund this idealism. Not just your parnasa, daven for your kids' parnasa, your grandchildren's parnasa. Cost a lot of money to build this. Daven for parnasa. Yishavadas, settled and calm. Not just yours, your wives, your parents. Your children, your enikloch, it needs a lot to have this sin. Grandchildren need good grandparents. Davin that you should have the smartness to be the right type of parent, the right type of grandparent. 
the right type of great, the right type of uncle, the daven for everything that's necessary for this picture. And there's a lot. Pray for it all. That's the main focus on the Yechopah, the main prayers. When you see a chasen is intense, the healthy chasen, that's what he's... If he has a list, quickly, for a second, you're losing focus. Daven for chaylem, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to pray, but that's quick. That's, that's losing focus. The main prayer, Yosef, is for this dream. But like mamish, beg Hashem and everything you can think of that it entails. And ask Hashem whatever I can think of also should work. Then you step down from the chuppah and you spend the rest of your life building it. Then you get busy with the, the mission, the dream. I sat with this husband and wife who work hard. We remembered the dream. And they have a beautiful family. Their kids are schmack. And we remembered, we, we hazard the dream. What are we doing this for? That gives extra effort and strength into what we're doing. Elul, we, Elul, all year round, the year is busy, we're running, we're coming, going. Elul, we like, we start our year just like focus. Like, I look at Elul like the chasna at his chasna. He's setting up a base of what, a, we're busy all year, we're hacking, but what am I busy with? Kirvis Hashem. I want to be a sincere loyalist to Hashem. The, the nekud of being close to Hashem is be godly. Hashem is expansive, he's a native. He's kind, he's about others. Be Hashem, to be about others. Then we get busy all year round. We're busy about others doing and helping and assisting. Let's go. But this is the media that we need. This klala, the greatest klala in this world, is a world devoid of godliness, is that blind people are blind in the dark. Nobody sees them. That's a world devoid of Hashem. Very shallow people hear these things and look at it like it's a punishment, like it's this horror story. If you don't listen to God, <laughs> there's a depth to it, Hebron. If a world minus Hashem, this is what happens, this is what it is. A world devoid of God and godliness is a blind man who's blind in the dark, that he can't see and nobody sees him. That's a world devoid of God. That is the, that's the visual, I'm a visual learner. You want to know a world devoid of God? Is a guy in pain and nobody sees. And a world that's full of Hashem is both the realization that Hashem sees, nobody's ever alone. You're not alone, Hashem's with you. And people who are godly, who act like Hashem, and they see you and notice you. That's a world with Hashem. A world with Hashem never has a blind man groping in the dark. There might be challenges, there might be blindness, but it's blind in broad daylight. Other people are assisting and helping and, and caring. And he doesn't fall, he doesn't get hurt. A world of godliness is a world of people who see. And of course, a God who created all those that see. And a God who inspired all those because he sees to see as well. That's a world of God. And a world devoid of Hashem, spits of a world devoid of Hashem is a blind man groping in the darkness. He's struggling and nobody sees. That's a world devoid of Hashem. Let's, Rabbi say, create a world full of Hashem. Let's, let, let's live the reality of a world full of Hashem. See the next person. See, see the next person. Notice the next person. Hashem sees, see as well. Hashem's a seer. I'm fascinated. Hashem's first conversation with Moshe ever. We'll, we'll, we'll end with this. We'll end with this line. Hashem's first conversation with Moshe ever is, wow. 
Wow. Hashem talks to Moshe. Hashem and Moshe, the first conversation ever. Now, what did Moshe do? What was Moshe's midah? God, you know, so big people do things. Did Moshe, like, know he's doing the right things? It's amazing the validation. Hashem's first conversation ever with Yaakov, with Avram. Avram Avinu, for 70 years, was serving Hashem. Did he know he's right? The whole, he's doing different than the whole world. We all have, like, some doubts. Am I doing the right thing? Is this my... And one day Hashem says, Avram, whoa, he has prophecy. Hashem says, I want to talk to you. I like what you're doing. It's funny, Hashem told Avram Avin when he was 70 years old, you're getting eternity. I have my buff you. He didn't know that. He's doing, he's trying. That whisper, Hashem whisper, amazing. So Moshe Rabbeinu was serving Hashem. What was Moshe's thing? He noticed other people. He's busy looking and seeing and understanding the next person. His first conversation with Hashem I see the affliction of my nation. Maisha, you're exactly like me. <laughs> Maisha, you nailed it. You nailed it, Maisha. You're exactly like me. You're my type, Maisha. You see, I want to introduce myself. Shalom Aleichem. I'm a seer too. I also see the difficulty of my nation. I watch and care and witness the pain of my people. I notice it. it's not lost on me. I care deeply about it. The Shalom Aleichem is like, you know, it's interesting. When you greet somebody, you try to find commonality. Say, Beezy, Shalom, are oh, you from St. Louis? You know Rabbi David Beezy? Yeah. You know he's my first cousin? Bang. You know he's making a chasna on Tuesday night? He is? Yoni is getting married Tuesday night. You're from St. Why'd we just do that game? Little Jewish geography? It's like the biggest raya, you're getting old. You're officially not young. It's like, it's more than white hairs. If you like Jewish geography, you're an old man. Could you understand it? Now, don't be so upset by it. When two of your friends, like your kids get married, it becomes like things get cooler and cooler. Those two are married, their kids got married. Because like people you know, like things are happening. It's cool, it's cool. What can I tell you? You'll see. But you officially know you're officially old and you like Jewish geography. But why do we play that game, BZ and I? Because we want to feel connected. We're not stamped from St. Louis, from Connecticut. You know right, David? I know right, David. Oh, oh, we, we establish, we, we share something in common. So we bond over that which we share. Hashem says, Shalom Aleichem, Moshe. I want to tell you something in the most profound of ways. Me and you are very similar. You nailed it, Moshe. Ra Ra'isi Asani you're a seer. I see the same thing. You're my type, my Shrabin. So I say to us all in this month of Elul, let us be seers. Hashem, when he says, Shalom Aleichem, says, I see and notice and care. Let's be like godly, like that. Let's see and notice and care. All of us, we want it. It should be a good year. It should be a beautiful, beautiful year. It should begin a year and all its blessings. A paz is such optimism, such an excitement in the air. Be'ez Hashem, nerves also, but there should be a positive and good year, a year of growth. This Nekuda, a godly world, let's create, let's, let's build a godly existence. And a godly existence is to see past your nose, see another person, see, understand him, understand. The more different he is than you, the more come out of yourself. And see and understand and notice another person's challenges. I go to Shabbos, What time, let's get the times. Does anybody have